Ladies, tell your man about Vanguard Radio. We're the good guys and we're happening. Everything I sent you is probably stuff you might have never heard of, but I love this band. And, uh, they really rock. Almost every one of their songs is really good. Hammer, huh? it's, it's not overly musical, but uh, my wife loves this song in particular because it's a, one of the lines says, There is a they and they're out to get you. Yeah. You can run away or join the militia. <laughs> okay. Let's, um, are you ready, uh, Theseus, for me to bring in James? Oh, I'm always ready to talk to Mr. Hawthorne. All right. Let's see. Maybe he'll set me straight on something. I believe he's on. Let me add him to the chat, uh, uh, Theseus, uh, the chat message here. All right. Because uh, you post that link, uh, there he is. Uh, yeah, James, could you post that link in this new window here? Let's take a look at the link James is sending us, Theseus, see what it says. That's uh, from the British National Party. James, I don't hear you. The well, state I'm persecution? Here. I'm, I'm here, Jeff. Don't oh, okay. <laughs> okay, good, good. It's very important that uh, we can hear you. Okay. I'm lurking in the background. <laughs> good morning. Uh, good m- morning to you, gentlemen. How are you doing? That's right. We're 15 minutes into it. <laughs> I just looked. I'm like, wait a minute. Well, I'm still, I'm still uh, at night here. I got one more hour. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I, I'm on the east coast. So, what is this link? Um, oh, the big. Free speech. Uh, yeah, the big news is the uh, Nick Griffin, leader of the British National Party and the director of publicity of the British National Party, Mark Colley, are in uh, Leeds Crown Court in England on the 1st of November for the uh, so-called Free Speech 2 trial. Griffin's going yeah. to, Gr- Griffin's being thrown in front of the court for a second time? Yeah, and Mark Colley too, yeah. Wow. Well, they don't have anything to worry about as long as they don't plan on... As long as the BNP isn't going to pick up any more seats, if they're going to have some more electoral success, they may be spending some time in jail because there's there's no way in heck they're going to let them... Uh, there's no way in heck they're going to let the BNP be successful uh, through normal means. What's this... Uh, what does it say here? Let me push this on the thread. Who's this group, the, the Christian Council? Are they on our side? Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a Christian council? Yes, sir. Huh? Christian Council of Britain and also an organization called Civil Liberty, which is also uh, in support of the of, of freedom of speech of uh, patriots in Great Britain. Well, that's uh, a change. Spe- speaking of freedom of speech, uh, just real quick, uh, is there any reason why MajorityRights.com should have uh, their account suspended? Well, what happens over there, uh, and I just know this from... Uh, did you know I used to blog over there, Theseus? Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. I've, and I've I've seen your name over there. Well, the I, I have. It's been quite a long while since I've blogged anything over there. But uh, what happens is he's he's at a host. The the account <laughs> is set up according to like processor use. Oh. And okay. if it goes over, they if they get too much traffic than what than what he's paying for. Oh, okay. They okay. just turn it off. And All and right. uh, that's what happens. 
Well, that's that's much better than what my initial thoughts were. There was a good article. I, I was going over there because there was a good article posted, and I was going to ask James about this. Uh, was there wasn't there a former BNP deputy uh, arrested with uh, some very illicit items? In the uh, it no, it was, it was one paper. Yeah, it was um, apparently it was. Um, a gentleman who stood for the British National Party in, in, in Pendle, which is up where I live, in the north of England. And he had some illicit items uh, in his house, which I don't believe he should have. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what is an illicit item? Oh, he, he had chemical suit. He had a chemical suit. And uh, he had various chemical items. I was thinking like a dildo or something, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's okay. I don't give a damn about that. <laughs> but no, okay. I don't give a damn about that stuff. Okay. Who was that? That one, uh, there's, there's one guy, one guy that does these 9-11 videos, and he says at times to ship them to Canada, he's put them in pornography, or put like porn-looking labels on them, and so they never have problems getting through. But uh, the nine—that's hilarious. It's the 9/11 video that uh, you know. Sometimes it just goes off the edge of the earth. But I was kind of shocked. This was only—it seems to me like this. And majority rights brought this up. You know, why aren't they blowing this from the rooftops? You know, you get a someone associated with the British National Party or any national national party uh, called in anything that could be construed in any way as wrongdoing. It seems you know, like they'd be blasting this and painting the whole BNP with it. You know, I, another thing I don't understand, I don't, I don't know, maybe it's not that incomprehensible to me, but the the Shepherd thing has been something that's always been on my radar very strong. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's something that I've followed. And, and, uh, and, and uh, you know, one thing I, I really liked about, you know, Alex is that he calls, he, he calls he calls it straight. And he's a square shooter. Uh, Alex Linder. Yeah, he has and, a way of doing that. Yeah, and uh, and 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 you know, I, I kind of see Simon Shepard and Luke O'Farrell in that same way, and uh, they're out there taking the shots. And uh, I don't know, even on the UK forum here on VNN, uh, and and certainly like on Majority Rights, which is not really a a a British blog, but it's got kind of that sort of Anglo file sort of feel to it. Oh uh, yeah, and uh, but um, uh, I I really don't know they they won't even mention Simon Shepard over there, but uh, I, and and you know I I don't know why there's not more of a fuss. I I don't even know if this turns up on Stormfront very much with Simon Shepard, uh, but I I don't, I don't hope for much over there. Maybe I'm wrong, but uh, yeah, I I don't know. I don't I don't know. James, what do you, what do you think about this? Or am I just off track? Now it is. Uh, I've been looking and peering at Stormfoot now and again. And there's nothing at all about Simon's uh, and Luke's situation appearing on that forum. Um, the only people who are watching events over here is VNN with regards to Simon and Luke. Yeah. Damn this guy! This guy! This guy stands up and takes the heat. I sent the guy some money. You know, hell. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, he's just like, I mean, just think of it. I mean, any of us listening to this, they they went in there and they take all their computers. They take, you know, they or they they take all the computers that they want. Pull them out of bed the hard at night. Drives. Yeah, guns <laughs> in his face. I, I believe yeah. that that was his account saying that they were in his bedroom with their guns and 
And you know, and what is he doing? What is he doing, Jeff? He's he's uh, you know, print. He's the new, the 21st century version of printing a newspaper. Mm-hmm. He's using his free speech, uh, and and what is it? He's criticizing Jews, so they they haul him in front of the king. They haul him in front of the king's court. You know, it's amazing. It, it's it's sad that our white lands have fallen to this level. It just goes, I mean, Great Britain right now, if you read the book, George Orwell's 1984, that's Great Britain right now. There is CCT cameras everywhere. Everywhere. Oh, yeah. Even out in country. What do they call that? The steel, uh, what do they call it, James? I, I keep hearing that in London, the steel, uh, steel barrier or something. It's this uh, perimeter of cameras, and there's thousands of cameras now in downtown. Oh, yeah, in London. and I mean, Do you know what? Even out in the country lanes in Great Britain, oh uh, they God. have them set up there for speed traps for drivers. But yeah. in, all, in all our town centres in Great Britain now, these cameras, nests of CT cameras are everywhere spying uh-huh. on the British people. You know, it, it, mm. uh, it is. I'm with uh, Simon yeah, Simon, well, uh, I think, I don't know, but yeah. with regard to the Internet, they're afraid of the truth, obviously, because... Well, they're not um, afraid of Muslims. Those cameras aren't for Muslims, because oh, no, you no, don't need cameras for Muslims. Just keep, it out, keep them out of your country. It's easy. Mm-hmm. Armed police. Just, I mean, it's hard, probably hard for people in the United States to understand this, but yeah. All Simon Shepard and Luke O'Farrell did was post their comments on uh, on an internet website. What happened? Armed police kick his door down at <laughs> 3 a.m. in the morning as if he's some Muslim Al-Qaeda terrorist. And he's not. All Simon Shepard and Luke O'Farrell are, are internet journalists. Yeah, That's, That's all. all they are. Talented, talented journalists at that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Talented writers. I really like the O'Farrell and, column. Yeah, I like O'Farrell's analysis. I like uh, I, I like the writing over there. It's well, I'll never forget that that one he did a while back, James, where he had um, he had like a British soldier in like 1939 holding mm-hmm. up a newspaper and and laughing at it. And on the on the front of the newspaper, it said an appeal to reason by Adolf Hitler. <laughs> and what this was was this was a a newspaper printed by the German government, and saying you know basically you know I don't want war and you know think about this think carefully and and you know you know don't you know let's let's think about this rationally and, and have reason and not go to war. And you see this British soldier laughing at it. And 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 O'Farrell said something like, "Who's laughing now?" Yeah. And and, uh, and you know and you know you know United States got in that awful war too, and um, uh, you know. I mean, yeah. The two laws that were passed over here, one in the 1930s to shut up Sir Oswald Mosley's British Union of Fascist Organization, which was growing immensely, and had the uh, popular support of the Daily Mail newspaper by. Lord Rothermere. Wow. Um, that the Public Order Act came in in 1936 to stop the BUF wearing their black shirt uniform in Great Britain. And that also entitles the British government to stop demonstrations and marches because uh, under the Public Order Act, 
it could, you know, violence could ensue. Violence caused by the red mob against the nationalist forces marching near Great Britain. So that happened in 1936. In 1972, they passed the Race Relations Act. Uh-huh. Now, the Race Relations Act now is in like its third or fourth part. It's been updated every few years. And that's what we have. So we have these two huge laws, the Public Order Act and the Race Relations Act, Mark Four, I think it is right now, is like mainly passed to shut up British nationalists. Yeah, they're they're not really concerned about uh, the rape shootings and and carjackings and stuff that never would that never existed on those British Isles. Uh, you know these just vile these these violent evil Negroes that they've imported mm-hmm. and the, the governments imported. They don't care about that. They care about us talking about it. This is why I, yeah, this is why I came in on the program with this thing about Nick Griffin and Mark Collett. The reason why this is so important is that um, the P- British National Party in Great Britain is growing immensely. Um, is it really? Yeah, people are being elected now, locally. Yeah. But th- th- this uh, trial, part two, uh, what happened in part one was... Um, the jury gave. I mean, these two gentlemen were had had a number of charges against them for so-called incitement to racial hatred, which is part of the Race Relations Act of 1972. Um, I think a few of these charges, uh, the jury said not guilty, and other charges that the jury couldn't basically decide on those charges. So what this evil this evil government did was it put pressure on the public prosecution service to once again try Nick Griffin and Mark Collett on the charges that the jury couldn't come to agreement on. That's how evil this government is. On the same charges? No, on the charges that the jury said, oh, these charges we can't come to an agreement on, on these specific charges. These other charges, what we found, these two defendants not guilty on. But these other charges, we can't come to a decision. The British Labour government, under that evil bastard Tony Blair, oh, yeah. forced the, uh, the Public Prosecution Service to try Griffin and Collins again on, on, the, uh, on, on these um, charges that the jury could not come to agreement on. So that's what this trial, part two, on November the 1st is all about. And I, I urge all uh, nationalists and national socialists in Great Britain, unify uh, around these two great patriots. It doesn't matter what political party you're a part of, what organization you're a part of, we want you at Leeds Crown Court on the 1st of November at 10 a.m. Outside. 5th of November. And if you want to be really cool, wear remember, a black remember shirt. Remember the 5th of November. Wear your VNN duck. Yeah, wear a VNN t-shirt or, or a black t-shirt. shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have your I have love you guys, Oswald uh, Mosley pill. Have you guys seen that that uh, what, what was that one film V for Vendetta? I just watched have that. You, I know about it. Yeah, I, I I watched that film just quite recently. Yeah, it, it was it was interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was pretty interesting as well. 
You know, but what's, what's interesting is is if you flip the court date, if, if you but flip yeah, the, Tony the bad Blair guys, is, is bad for the is, for the British people. There's, there's nothing. Uh, I mean, he he's the worst thing imaginable for them right now. Some someone that's just going to absolutely kowtow uh, to these Jews and to and to whatever this uh, zog in the United States is telling them. It, it's pathetic. The Brit- the British need a nationalist government. It's going to be for the British instead of being for you know. E- even if you hear me now and you think that he's a poodle for George Bush, right? And and that the the Tony Blair is a is a poodle for the Americans. Even if you think that, I'll accept that. But they need a government that's not going to kowtow to anybody but the British people. That's who the government should be afraid of. That's who the government should be taking orders from. The government shouldn't be telling the people it can't get up and march. The people should be telling the government that it's not going to let them push them into a war that's against their own interests, regardless of whether the United, regardless of the pressure coming from across the pond. Just to confirm, that's why nationalism is necessary at this moment in history, more so than ever. Is that with this globalization, is they're trying to steamroll all of our cultures and our languages and our ways of life and nationalist governments need to be put into place all over white Aryan lands in order to preserve those it's the only way we can do it I've just been told by uh, colleagues here that it came across on internet radio that I said the 5th of November it's not the 5th it is the 1st of November at Leeds Crown Court in, in England at 10 a.m. Uh, the, the trial starts at 10.30 a.m. Uh, so uh, I urge all all patriots, irrespective of party affiliate, affiliation and organizational affiliation, to get lead call off sick if you have to uh, from work. Uh, if you can, if you can book a holiday for that day, book the holiday. Uh, it's going to be a great, uh, as we say over here in England, it's going to be a great do outside the Leeds Crown Court. Okay, so let's repeat that. That's the fifth of November. First, no, the first. It's the first on Wednesday coming. Okay, yeah, first of November. The first of November. Mm-hmm. And what what's the location? At Leeds Crown Court. Leeds Crown Court. Leeds. Leeds. Yeah. Leeds. L e e d s. And and I would hope I would hope those people over there that are uh, that are concerned about personal liberty and uh, even some type of uh, uh, integrity to not let this uh, alien force come and arrest their people like this in the middle of the night because you know what you're next there's nothing there's nothing stopping them from <clears throat> coming after anyone with an unpopular political opinion and let's be straight here that's why those cops kicked their doors in and stuck the guns in the faces at 3 a.m. because mm-hmm. they had the wrong political opinion. And also, That's essentially what this is. Yeah, you, know, you can say that he's wrong or I disagree with you or whatever, but it's different to send these goddamn cops over here to these people who are doing nothing more than printing a newspaper. You know, this is going back to the 13th century. This is unacceptable. And yep. I would hope that court gets overrun on the first. I, that, that, that burns my ass. You know? And also, I, I would also t- tell patriots that when uh, Simon and Luke are in court to uh, make sure that we have a present, 
presence outside the court for those two great patriots too. It's time to tell the system and show the system that ordinary patriots, white patriots, aren't going to take this crap anymore. Yeah, I'm really proud of my Aryan brothers down in Oz. I, I think they're they're really I, they're really setting an example for everyone. You look at how those riots, quote unquote, played out last uh, was it December in Cronulla. Uh, they were unable to handle them. They it wasn't in a free speech zone the way we're doing in the United States now. They weren't roped off. They weren't uh, uh, they didn't have their irises scanned. Uh, they just went out there and started kicking the ass of these these bud foreigners who are raping their women, and that's how this shit needs to be handled. You can't apply for a fucking permit. Excuse me, I'm getting hot here. This is this this just this pisses me off because these two fellows. I've read these guys' website. I've been visiting a regular visitor now for like a year. And I, I've read everything on those websites. I've enjoyed it immensely, and I've never found anything. Anything. That's uh, I, I don't know. Everything on there is mild, and it just amazes me if they can get if they can have their doors kicked in by a SWAT team over the stuff that's <laughs> on that site. That is scary. That's really scary, I think. And uh, and I would just I would just uh, say that you know maybe maybe on the first of uh, November down at uh, Leeds. Crown Court on Wednesday, and yeah, take a page from the guys down at Cronulla. You know, I mean they they can only they can only react to what you're you're doing if you have enough people down there. You know, they this can't, they can't this, do anything to you. This Cronulla thing when it happened at, at Cronulla Beach, I really believe that I would never in my life see white men fighting back. And when I saw and when I saw those those white men fighting back, man, I felt so good. I yeah, felt, what about the women? <laughs> well, those two, but you know, I, I'm most happy. Well, I saw the see, women beating the hell out of. Them. Yeah, I'm most happy <laughs> to see it. white men do it myself. But I understand what you're saying. But uh, uh, I, I just, I just, I just felt renewed. You know, just to see you know aggressive white men uh, beating the hell out of our enemies. <laughs> I just, I just felt alive again. And I wish, I, I wish I could have been there. I wish I could have yeah. been there to throw to, 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 to throw a few blows. And uh, well, that's what life is supposed yeah. to be. Life is supposed to be a struggle. You know, you read you read Mein Kampf, and you know Hitler talks about, and this goes to me too, uh, primarily to me. He's talking about the 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 analytical people and the people that deal in concepts. Uh, yeah, you know, that doesn't that's not as important as to be able to. And at the time, he was talking about communists. You're fighting these communists in the streets, and whether they're wearing a badge that says Cronulla Police Department or Leeds Crown Court Bailiff, uh, they need to be opposed because they're they're look they're only coming after us slowly. All right, they're only doing it because they can't get all of us at once. They will get all of us at some point. We need to find a way to get together and get the type of political machinery going to oust these fuckers before they get us. Uh, what's we need to draw down on them. Uh, what's heartening uh, over here in Europe is that um, not only 
British patriots, but also French patriots and uh, German patriots and the surge of nationalism Danish happening. Well, what's happening is everyone is realizing that time's running out for white people, for white Aryan people in our land. Yeah. So what's heartening to see right now is uh, people who were involved in smaller organizations are now throwing their steam behind the main organizations, even though they may have issues with certain policies of the organizations, may have problems with certain BNP policies, may have problems with certain front national policies in France, may have problems with certain MPD problem, uh, policies in Germany, Denmark may have problems with the same policy of, of the Danish People's Party, and it goes on. What, what I'm seeing right now, and it's heartening, people in Europe national, who are nationalists are putting that aside and saying, that's the strongest organization right now, and we should get behind it, irrespective. Once we come to power, and then we can discuss policy later. The main thing right now is get to power, and that's heartening. I've never seen that before in my life. Yeah, what is so you're you're encouraged as well about this uh, I don't know, it seems it seems like a uh, the beginnings perhaps of a nationalist groundswell all over continental Europe and Europe, yeah, there's something different going on and I saw a report just recently. It's going on in Holland and, and Belgium and France and Germany, I mean Norway, Bulgaria, Sweden, Norway, Sweden, uh Spain, Hungary. Even even in Spain. Yeah. Um um yeah, it's it, it's totally heartening and it, it's really exciting too. And uh, people are, are are saying, okay, irrespective of we don't believe in the full policy of this particular nationalist uh, political organisation, it's the largest and we've got the best chance of winning. We're going to support it, and we're going to put all our petty differences aside and support it no matter what. And get, once we get to power, then we can discuss policy. But let's get the power first. And I have never seen this in my X amount of years involvement in this movement. Yeah, it, you guys are so far ahead of us in, in political me. savvy. I wanted it, to ask a question, James, and and uh, I, I got to tell you, I, I think uh, I, I think I'm I'm staying here in this country, but you know, I, I've thought about leaving the United States and. Uh, I'm not sure always moving to Europe is 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 a is a is a better move myself. I'm I'm not I'm not sure where where to go. But you know, uh, one of the things I thought about would be, and I, I doubt I would move to the United Kingdom to be honest with you, because mm-hmm. uh, to me it's almost like moving out of the frying pan into the fire. <laughs> yeah. But 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 anyway, if you know if it, but you you probably have a better understanding of Europe than I do, and and you know let's say you move. I don't know somewhere in Central Europe or or Eastern Europe, you know, Europe's a very different place. United States and Americans, even Aryan Americans, were very, relatively very welcoming to uh, outsiders. And of course, you know that includes obviously Aryan, uh, other members of our tribes. Mm-hmm. Like if you were to move here, James, and live in the United States, I would treat you as an absolute equal mm-hmm. uh, to me. Uh, in, in on on many on many different levels, but if I were to move to some place like uh, Germany or um, oh I don't know Hungary or, or or I don't know I'm just throwing out new names. I mean I don't think that would work quite the same way, would it? 
Not until you, we have a nationalist Europe of independent nations. No, what, I, well, what I'm referring to is that the process of, of me, of me in this case, in uh-huh. this example, assimilating into a European culture, into a European country, would be much more difficult than a European coming over here and assimilating in here, right? No, no, yeah, so, no yeah, so. in ways, but not really. Yeah, not you have an understanding of like an American. So you, you, you know? think that you think that I would be accepted and 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 blend in? Totally, totally. Okay. Totally. Yeah, I mean, they may there there may be Germans that say, well, yeah, you're welcome. We're glad you're here, but you're not a German. <laughs> I mean, know, would I be treated as a German then? The one thing you have to do in countries that, that don't speak the English language is learn their language. Yeah. If you learn their language, then you are in. You're I mean, in. Okay. I I I have a certain amount of French, and when I go over to France, I try my best to to speak French and. You get the respect from them. Germans the same. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's amazing when you show a little respect in somebody's country, but you know, yeah, I, I the United States yeah. is really the only place where you could just go and show up, and all of a sudden you're an American, and that's yeah. despicable, if you ask me. I'm oh yeah. Reading, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm reading reports that the Mexicans over there aren't, aren't showing uh, the. Uh, the people in America such respect, are they? Oh, come on, James. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. The, these people, man, I, I tell you, I, I went to the mall today, and you know, these people are, are staring me down. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, they... they yeah, imagine. The thing is, as we said in the most recent Goy Fire, I mean, these people are pack animals. And and they... they uh, you don't see uh, like a Mexican walking through the, the mall or something. You see like a pack, and uh, and of course, the other thing you notice is that they seem to be with extended families are with them, and yeah. so you know not only have you like this pack of males, but you have their like their litter, their litter of children spread all around them, and uh, so you never know if you give. You know, if you, you know, like, you know, one of their stinky kids comes up to your kids and you kind of want to say, you know, uh, you know, to your child, you know, don't touch that creature or something like that, you know. And you, you don't know, you don't know where they're, if the, if the, if the little stinky Mexican next to him is that, is that, is that Mexican's cousin or something, right? And, uh, I was reading, yeah, I was reading on the BBC there that the uh, new uh, president elect of Mexico is complaining about defense that, uh, United States government is going to be throwing up on the southern border. Oh well, he, he's, 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 he's comparing. Yeah, he's comparing it to the Berlin Wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, uh, let's let's talk, all be honest talk, about yeah, this. Talk about chutzpah. Yeah. <laughs> the, there are two. Wasn't great there an agreement in yeah, the NAFTA thing that they said that we would consult with them before ever building any type of impediment to the border? Uh, talk about signing away your sovereignty. Well, there's, there's there was two, was some kind of writer. Go ahead. Well, there's two very real. There's one very real aspect to this uh, bill that he signed. One of them, it, it's only been funded for two years, right. and, it, and the way the bill's been written, every subsequent, every subsequent Congress has to approve funding for the fence. Yeah. And so, what what that means is that if the next Congress, and the next Congress may be Democrat. Uh, the next Congress uh, doesn't want to spend money on it, then, well, it's not going to be yeah. built. And, and, and what that means is that for years and years, yeah. every time they vote on it, it's going to have to win every time yeah. ever get built. That's yeah. right. 
And that's only 700 miles. And it's only <laughs> 700 miles. It's not the whole border. And you can believe me that uh, uh, controlling this immigration is not on their agenda. This is a stunt, and uh, uh, a pre-election stunt, because, Jamie, yeah. we, we have elections in this country in, uh, in two weeks, and, and it looks pretty bad for the Republicans. And, and they're, they, they're trying to pull a rabbit out of a hat here because uh, they know that most of their base uh, does not like this sort of stuff. No one does. Yeah. Dem- Democrats don't either. Well, why that's de- the thing. Yeah. That's the thing. That's the dirty little secret. And, and that's how you know that we're not even a democratic country. It's the, the, that's how you know how much of a joke that is. Because what politician wouldn't want to pick up 80% of the electorate by saying, hey, you elect me, I'll... Uh, you know, I'll, I'll close the border. I'll run everything else middle of the road. That yeah. person would be president <laughs> by the largest margin ever, uh, and that's that's not rhetoric. I mean, I I honestly believe that that if you could get equal media time and run for the presidency, saying uh, you know I'll I'll, go, I'll run us middle of the road, but my first act will be to absolutely seal the border and get control of our immigration. That person would win hands down. Democrats, Republicans, communists. Everyone would vote for that person, but why isn't in a democratic country normally that uh, electorate or that electorate would uh, that huge swath of public opinion would be satisfied? But why is there no one saying that? Why why don't eighty percent of the people don't we don't have someone to vote for that'll that'll do what we want to do? No one is offering us that. You know, yeah. it's just like last time in the two thousand four elections, we had about fifty percent of the people. We're against the war, but the only thing both candidates, uh, Bush and Kerry, would argue about is that Kerry wanted to send more troops. Yeah. Yep. You know? <laughs> well, there's one other very important aspect uh, that we talked about in the last Free Talk Live was this uh, this terror bill that uh, that went through Congress. Uh, basically, this trips away most of the, the amendments of the Constitution. And if you listen in the in the in the campaign rhetoric for this round of elections, I don't hear any Democrat running on uh, that saying that he'll vote that he'll uh, write a bill to repeal this terror legislation. No, yeah. I mean, they they, they all yeah. love it. They all want it. And and no Democrat, uh, none of the national leaders are saying vote Democrat and we'll repeal this awful tyrannical legislation. No, they want it. And they got it, both sides. You'd be yeah. glad to kn- you'd be glad to know that uh, the outgoing Mexican president Vicente Fox said uh, the plans for the fence were shameful. <laughs> <laughs> you should post this uh, story on, on the thread there, Jeff. It's just so it's if 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 the Jews were saying this, it would be. Oh, can we say Mexican chutzpah? This is Mexican chutzpah. Yeah, well, they're the one. They're the ones with the wall. Yeah, dictating the, uh, the in- incoming Mexican president Calderon is dictating to the greatest nation on this planet yeah. about its border security. You know, we have such a proud history here in our own way, <laughs> and uh, it, it's a real shame what's happened, and it's a yeah. real disgrace to our ancestors it that, is, that it fought is. those bastards. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, it's it's just a it's just a disgrace. And I just want to say, um, I think one of the reasons why Bush was forced to sign this law to throw up certain certain parts of the fence 
was thanks to the great work of Byron Just and Land of the Sand was one of the reasons because uh, he sent or people representing him sent every congressman a, a free DVD of that oh movie. that's right yeah. <laughs> yeah and you can see that film too at solargeneral.com Byron's site is octobersunfilms.com and I I hear he's been working on a new project although I can't say anything about it but uh Wow, we're we're gonna really love this new project that he comes out with. Yeah, I, I have a really good feeling. He's that, a very, uh, he, he's he's gonna do it again. He's gonna do it yet again, and probably probably even better. But uh, he has a great. Uh, I I love the I, I love his style, man. I mean, and he he always has a way of, of interviewing uh, the people he interviews are people that you know you've never seen before. Like on the uh, in line of the sand, you know, he had a lot of footage with Kevin McDonald. I mean, I, and I had never seen any other interviews with Kevin McDonald, and uh, and, and even Al, uh, Alex Linder and, and other folks. But I don't know. I just like the way he did that movie, like as, as a director. And and uh, I'm I'm really stoked and excited to see uh, what he's got with this new project, and uh, or that he'll be coming out with. I, I don't know. It, it may be a year, but I know he is. I know it's not a secret that he is doing another project that he's a busy guy you know it, it, it's 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 too bad you know i mean we're, we're making on vnm we're making headway with this radio we're attracting listeners and uh, we have a lot of listeners from great britain as well and and around the world it's just shocking around the world how many people listen to our radio and um and you know, i'm not going to divulge anything but everywhere around the world you know mainly in europe and and uh and uh, a little bit in South Africa, believe it or not, and uh, of course wow. Australia is uh, uh, quite quite thick with our listeners. But we've got to find a way, and and you know my cycles are pretty well used up. But we've got to find a way to start doing videos. And yeah, uh, oh yeah, and it, it's yeah, we're starting. I mean, it's yeah. it's uh, you know, look. I mean, the internet has presented us with you know. It could be a one-time opportunity to uh, be able to get our message out with, uh, you know, worldwide. The, before they shut it down, guys, we need we need the videos. We need, um, mm -hmm. you know, we need a hundred boot girls. You know, we need news babes yeah. reading out this analysis that you and I, you and I, ugly SOBs are talking about. We need these hot. We need some hot news babes, mm -hmm. uh, like on Fox News, yeah. reading out. Our analysis or or their own, and uh, uh, posting that to these video sites, you know, I mean, give give them something else to chew on because people are going to be looking for a way to explain what's going on because the news isn't doing it. The, you know, that's what got that's that's part of what got me is that that the news wasn't explaining what you actually saw in real life, and that that's in you know, the war, that's in you know. I'll say one outside. thing that really inhibits. The growth of video and 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 it, and it really inhibits the uh, the the white nationalist movement in this country is is the geographical disbursement of our activists and yeah. you know to do video you've got to have a lot of overhead you've got to have the proper lighting and you've got to have more than one more than two people normally at least two and uh, well look at Boot Girl I mean that's well yeah that's that that, that is that is one but I mean. You know, to do to do a somewhat more polished presentation, right. uh, you know, you you've got a uh, you know a, something a little bit more structured than that. 
you, but we don't even need we don't even need more structure. We no, need, I think we do. Okay. And okay. the kind of thing like reading the news. I mean, uh, you know, you've got to. Ha- I mean, I'm sorry about that. I mean, I, I think we do because you got to you got to have a uh, you got to have it you got to have a look pretty good. You got to have you know a backdrop and you got to have the right lighting. And and you've probably worked in video. I have and and. You got to have the right sound, and you got to have all that equipment. And, I know all uh, that stuff's important. Yes, yes, I do. But I, I think with even with the younger generations, including mine and younger, that you know, you got to understand these people grew up with the internet. They don't remember a time before the internet. Well, the, uh, this the isn't the internet. This is now. video. Well, I know, but what what I'm implying is uh-huh. that we have a different way of um, of assigning trust to our media sources and this is this is one thing I that uh, actually I wrote about this on my blog and, and there's a decent essay on there from yesterday I, I think it was decent but um, we have a different way of assigning how we trust media sources and you know sort of like when there was a, that New York Times scandal a couple of years ago with Jason Blair everyone over 35 was shocked even people that hated the New York Times were shocked that oh, yeah. they had a reporter running around making stuff up. Um, people my age and younger were going, yeah, you know, like it was a blogger that was caught in a lie. And uh, I, I took note of that and started looking into it uh, and, and studying it more and more. And that, that's what I ended up doing my dissertation on. But um, we just have a different way of assigning the way we trust media, like who we trust. We're... we're Going to a, a new model of radical decentralization in our uh, media sources and um, like a meta understanding, like data about data, like like how do we know to trust who we're going to trust? Uh, you know, it's been a reputation thing. It, it, you know, it's a it's a reputation thing. It's a uh, but I I don't know. I see like on the internet. What I'm trying to say is that like slickness. Still matters, Does. but less so than ever. Um, less so than ever, because people are watching YouTube all day long. I mean, yeah. these kids in college are watching YouTube. They're not watching. They're watching fuzzy videos of Aqua Teen Hunger Force. They're not watching the uh, high definition TV version. They don't even own televisions. If so we can, I, if I think we, it's less important than ever, but more important. But but, we, but important nonetheless. If we can bring what we're doing with Vanguard Radio here and. I, I sat down and I was, I was listening to yourself, Theseus, and Jeff, and and all the other programs that this network does now. Do you know what? We are getting so professional at doing this. It's, it's getting better. It's getting better. It really is. Yeah, each show does get better. It I, does. I attribute that to mostly to you know the guy running between computers and <laughs> you know, Jeff, juggling Jeff. Uh, over there, just you know, going between computers and about free talk live is uh, thanks to Jeff also, and uh, yeah. but that's a great success. But also, yeah, he's really stood up. Look at Goyfire. Yeah, and Goyfire is really good. I, I hate to plug shows that I do, but you know, even those shows are getting better. We're hearing, <laughs> we're, he- we're hearing rumors, James. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. We're hearing rumors, well, rumors that the about Aryan matters. <laughs> Yeah, the website went live, uh, I noticed. We are, let me tell you, my friends and everyone listening, we are, uh, the band's back together. Okay. We did, we did Area Masters number 11. It should be 
uh, it should be on the VNN homepage within a, a day or two. Okay. And we'll, I'll send that to Jeff, and he can post all that good stuff there. It was just like it happened yesterday, as they said. Wow. We did the program, and it just clicked. It was it was pretty great. And uh, apart from that, we'll, we're going to try and get them out as regularly as possible. That's awesome. I love uh, I love that website. I love uh, uh, the way your format, the way you guys uh, uh, approached it. With uh, it was kind of like a, a chat in a pub, I guess. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, but but you brought news stories, and and each of you would would go over news stories that you brought, and then and then comment on them. And uh, some of the some of the best analysis um, on national socialism and on and on nationalism in particular uh and on things that that Hitler said and wrote mm-hmm. uh, you know one of the things that I was found on that kind of kind of interesting about your site too and I to add to what Theseus was saying was is that this theme of of the importance of national socialism ran very thick ran ran through I shouldn't say thick but it ran through all of those uh-huh. And 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 uh, and you know you would explain you and you and 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 Lee would explain what national socialism means. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, they explained it to me because yeah. I w- I came from a conservative bent, and when I hear socialism, I'd lock up. I dig in my heels and say nope. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, because what I didn't understand what my model of socialism is. Niggers, uh, or, or welfare transfer of wealth from myself to you know these black colonies that that rape and stab and pillage, <laughs> you know. And defecated socialism is a family of a nation. National socialism is when the government is a fan of the people that uh, which which it provides which it presides over. Uh, go figure that a, a government should be a fan of its people, but that's the best way that I teach people about national socialism. As I say mm-hmm. that, that the government is a fan of its people. The government likes its people. It wants to protect them. It, it, uh, it its motivation is towards nurturing their people, almost like a, a garden. Uh, it treats the nation as a as a nice, beautiful garden, and the government is there to make sure that everything grows beautifully. You would never have a national socialist government importing Mexicans. No, you wouldn't. National socialism socialism has been so demonized by the Jews, the Jewish media, and the Jewish intelligentsia. That's the reason why we formatted the program the way we did. That's also a good reason to suspect that there's good things about it if it's being demonized. Yeah. If they had to to attempt uh, to strangle it in its cradle... And I say attempt because we sit here tonight, uh, or at least you and I sit here tonight as national socialists, uh, and that's why they couldn't have it. That we can't. It, it like interferes that. with their Hegelian dialectic of uh-huh. this communism, capitalism, neoconservatism. It's bullshit. It's all anti-me. Yep. It's anti-you. Listening to this, you you don't you don't want that stuff. You want a government. That's going to look out for your interests. That's the basic thing. That's the basic thing that government does. It, it, it protects its people, and it looks after their interests. 
and no one can tell us, no one can tell me that these 20, 30, 40 million uh, mestizos coming into our country against our will, uh, and we have no other democratic remedy to fix it, no one can tell me that that's in our interest. And no one can tell me that that's what Americans want. A national socialist government is the cure for everything bad about globalization. Because the world is going to the world is going to go through some period of globalization, no matter what. You know, it, it, unless we get rid of the internet and 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 airplanes and uh, UPS, globalization is is going to go forward. But only not only a nationalist government will handle it in a way that uh, that, that keeps our people distinct from uh, the mud of the rest of the world. And unless we want to get drugged down into that kicking and screaming. Uh, you know, I we read have something. To elect new government. I read some ec government. economic statistics about this globalism, and and I'm sure you, you've seen this, Theseus, and maybe um, Hawthorne saw this. But actual, actual, uh, the amount of global world global trade was as great or greater before 1914 than mm -hmm. it is now, and and uh, oh. there in, in in terms of like per capita, I mean, in terms of um, percentage of total goods that were sold and what part okay. of those were from international trade it was as big or as, as big as, as big or bigger than it is now in 1914 and 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 the national governments were very strong in 1914 and so uh uh you know this this globalism as as you know and I know this is just a um this is just a uh, a propaganda line to convince yeah, to people name, yeah. of of, a, of some sort of inevitability, uh, you know that's why because people just you know when I, when I, sometimes when I when I talk to them when I talk to people they just shake their heads and they just say oh it's just globalism yeah yeah like it's inevitable you're yeah, exactly like it's right inevitable. like it's a force of nature yeah like uh, Linder's called that like like uh, like that's that's why they can't stop immigration across the border because well, it's, it's a inevitable. force of nature that just can't be stopped it's, yeah, globalism. it's a coup that's a psychological yeah. The Jews have pulled over on us saying it is. that their worldview, their little new world order is an inevitable. It's an inevitability. And they've put that into the movies. They've put that into uh, the literature. They've put that into the textbooks. And it's it's not inevitable. It's something, it's as easy as us understanding enough about what's going on to elect governments, understanding our interests, elect governments that look out for those interests. And those are national socialist governments. Globalization is uh, it has totally um, left behind in Europe the white working class people. Uh, yeah, there's a great article right now on that, uh, James, on, and Der Spiegel. I don't know if you mm. read that. Oh yeah, I, I've read that. Uh, yet. It was all like the United States is, is the United States middle class is going to get left behind in globalization because there's well, nowhere even, for them to go. Down. Even yeah, even right now in the United States, the people who are being left behind because of globalization are the blue collar workers in America. Oh, that's that's a done deal. Yeah, they've now it's left, at the, the middle class. Behind. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's how that's you know that. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, and I, that, that's I where it's sad. That, I mean, it's really sad that the at the largest continent, largest country in the world economically, doesn't have a large nationalist quote unquote it's it's shameful yeah it's pretty shameful Jeff it is 
Well, you know, that's, that's one of the things that, that is so... Uh, you know, even American white nationalists, uh, some of them, not all of them listening tonight, so I don't want you to think about you, they're very politically untutored. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, 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 you know, one of the things I tried to stress in, like, truth is no defense, uh, was that we need to ideologically train our people, and, and we have so, you and Europe have, have, you, you have, um, your, your political history took a, not, not as strong as in Great Britain, but a, a much stronger in continental Europe, took a, a very different turn than ours did. And you went through these very strong nationalist and, and socialist movements, and mm-hmm. and it disciplined the the middle and lower classes a lot more. Then we never went through that in the same way, and uh, yeah. and it, it's really retarded uh, political development in the United States. Mm. Oh, you know what? Hey, hey, Jeff, let me. Have you ever heard? Uh, tell me how many times you've heard. It's not polite to talk about politics. Well, that's it. Yeah, that's another I, one. I think that's a that's a very American, yeah. unfortunately, uh, thing that it's neutered us uh, politically. Like, it's not polite to talk about politics. And if you go almost anywhere else in the world, that's what people talk about. And, you know, we had people other People talk about politics in the cafes, in the streets, on the bus. That's what people talk about. Not here. Oops. We yeah, had other things here. to do too. We had a, I mean, the 19th century in Europe was, was a time of great fermentation in the 19th century. But here, you know, we were we were expanding into a new continent. You know, yeah, we, we were we were worked. yeah we were bringing new states in like New Mexico and and uh, and California and uh, Wyoming and Kansas and you know we I mean we had that Civil War thing but uh, you know. We were we were still growing and young and and we didn't we kind of deferred a lot of these things for for a very long time and yeah yeah and, and, and look at us now I yeah. mean we, I I always thought of the United States as as and I think we like to think of ourselves that way still as like being more rebellious than than our stodgy stuffy European cousins that that we're more rebellious that we're the ones that and and it's just not so. Yeah, we're the ones that are being just completely bowled over by our government out of nowhere, and and we can't even raise a peep about it, you know. But I don't know. I guess I guess some things are different. I mean, like it's, like with the cameras, I don't think would go over as well here. They'll, I mean, that'll take a few more years to get. But it's I, happening. I the cameras are happening. Yeah, yeah, it is, but nothing like in London, buddy. Let me tell you. Hey, they've got a uh, James. Did you know that they have cameras with a uh, mic with uh, speakers in them, so that these yeah. public. Yeah, these public safety officers can Have you ever encountered people. one of those, James? Um, do you know what? If I did, yeah. Uh, it was at a demonstration. Um, wow. And yet it says, uh, please move away. I said, who, who said that? I, I'm looking around going, and it was put up, it up there, and here's this, that's the CTDVs with a little bullhorn thing on it. Please, I'm going. Good God! Yeah, it is. Yeah, we need Britain. to go pull that wizard out from behind the curtain. That little Zog wizard that's screaming. Britain is. Out. Britain is right now, 1984. In reality, it really is. It's scary. Well, did he work for the BBC? Didn't he? Who? Uh, Orwell. He now, did. Did, the other, did, 
the other uh, European, the continental European countries, they, they haven't erected uh, these cameras like that, have they? Only Britain for some strange reason. Yeah. Maybe um, people in, in, in authority, in, in Jewish authority, maybe they think Britain, Britain will be the first domino to fall. I don't really know. And that's well, you know, <laughs> I mean, Britain, uh, you know, I'm reading, uh, think about Britain as, uh, yeah, first domino to fall in the sense that you know, you've allowed so many of those Muslims into your country, and, and I, think, I think they're willing to do anything to stifle, uh, I mean, I think all this, I think all the security and all the laws as we know, they're not meant for controlling the blacks or the Mexicans or the Arabs or the Muslims. They're meant for controlling the, the whites. And, and you know, I think you may have a point there in the sense that all these cameras are used to suppress the legitimate backlash of whites mm-hmm. against the, their invaders. Well, it's that and the type of things that you need to mix a society you know, whites, we came to our life ways and our political ways. It, you know, it wasn't the our, the Constitution of the United States, and it, it wasn't the, the, the different components of uh, Britain's unwritten Constitution and their wonderful political history. It was... It, these were things that have been worked out over the course of thousands of years, and like we were talking about earlier, how we trust our political leaders too much because we've never been taught not to. Well, when you have this high-trust society, when you have this basic, nice, quiet, white society, you don't need cameras. But And that, that's why we've had these notions of liberty. And, um, uh, you know, I, I know on Goyfire they've talked about that, and I really picked up, uh, I really took a lot of things away from it. That, uh, you know, Linder says you can have pigs or you can have tulips, but you can't have both. Well, you can only have a liberal justice system that lets more people go that if there's any doubt on guilt if most people are innocent. You can only have innocent until proven guilty if most people are actually innocent. Mm-hmm. And when, you, when you import Africans, it, your justice system is going to choke on that because it's an, you're just, the justice system is, is uh, engineered for a certain type of people. And when you bring in another tribe, it's not going to work. The Africans came up with another way to handle justice. They just cut each other up and, and mm-hmm. raped the parts. You know, I mean, and then eat it. <laughs> I mean, they have a different way of handling things, and the two don't mesh. And what 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 it becomes is a tyranny because that's the only government that can hold these parts together is a ty- is a tyrannical one because we don't share anything else. I I agree what Cecilia said uh, about the internet and how powerful it is for us because. Uh, can you imagine if we were to uh, not have the internet? How how could we uh, reach our people through yeah. uh, putting out leaflets and, f- and flyers and newspapers? And that's a good I way can't to do even things. Imagine. But it's still it, it, it's a, it's a slow process where you have to get the uh, and then someone would see the name of the organization's address, then put it in an envelope for further information through snail mail. So the internet. It is, it's unbelievable, and as Don Blatt on Stormfront said in a speech just recently, the internet is a gift, has been a gift for us. Oh, and yeah. We need, and we need to push it like, like crazy. until yeah, and we can't assume that it's always going to be that way because they are moving on the internet right like now. Like crazy, yeah. yeah. To try and shut us down, obviously, yeah. Yeah, yeah, obviously. I mean, they, 
look, they can't abide by the internet. I mean, just for the simple reason of look at what we're talking about tonight. I mean, we are talking about what they're doing, and that's exactly why they need to shut it down. Mm. And that's exactly why they will shut it down. I mean, I'm heartened by a report uh, from friends that um, Jean-Marie Le Pen will, will probably, in the first phase of the elections next year, will actually win it. Oh 20, wow! Twenty-two percent of the vote. He's going to I can't win believe that that the that first Kike press. And, I'm sorry. I'm just saying that that, that, that Kike press in Paris is already talking about oh how embarrassing it would be for the French people to for for, for Le Pen to get any more than a couple points will just be an utter embarrassment for the French people. I say bollocks, mm. bollocks to that. It's the French people can prove that they have enough backbone to elect a government that's going to act on behalf of the French people. People, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who's going to be the first to elect a, a, a nationalist government? Those, those will be, that that will be, you know, like, uh, you know how like racists now uh, hearken to Germany uh, somewhat to an unhealthy extent, I, mm. I believe. And I say that as somebody who's totally of German descent. Uh, but, just let, I mean, just that, let you know, if it's the French, then viva la France, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. But just to let everyone know who's listening to this program that over here in Europe right now it is very very exciting. I would yeah. But yeah. this is I mean it's so exciting. Uh, it hasn't been it has never been this way in Europe where um, newspaper and television reporters will knock on people's doors no matter what country it is and ask who are you voting for. In, in the old days, ten twenty years ago. They would say, well, I don't want to get, tell you who I'm voting for. Right now, from Britain to Denmark to Spain to Germany, they tell that reporter with the camera in the face, I'm voting for the, the MPD, I'm voting for the FN in France, I'm voting for the BNP in Britain. That has never been known before. So yeah. something's going on in Europe right now. Something is going on. Well, at on. some point, you don't give a damn, or you give less of a damn. I mean, because... You know what do you want to do? Do you, do you want somebody to, to to think you might not be a nice person because of who you're voting for? Or do you want uh -huh. your country to disappear? Exactly. Well, you know the the French they don't want France to disappear, and 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 who cares what what name some Jew calls them? You know, fuck those Jews. We have to. I mean, if we can like sort of all our broadcasts that we do on Vanguard Radio and also uh, if Stormfront can do this on Stormfront Radio and whoever is on on the white nationalist cause fighting for our ultimate victory we need to start putting forward this thing that white people have a racial consciousness we are a group we are a race we, we are one, we, we are one people we've got to start yeah. pushing on like crazy and tell yeah. them listen we are a group we are a race we are a people and we you know. we create these countries that everyone wants to come to. That's why that's why they we are not going to Ghana. They're coming to our countries because they can't create that there. And no. to the extent that they will use our countries, it will be the that's the extent to which our countries will re, 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 reverse into a shithole. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it just it just burns me up because you only get one chance to do this. I mean, you know what I mean? I mean. Well, that, you really only get one chance to to screw up a country, and how hateful do you have to be to to lie about? You know, like in the United States, they say, "Well, we need to bring in all these buds because of slavery," and then, like in the UK and in Europe, 
they tell those people, well, y'all need to bring in, uh, y'all need to bring in the third world because of colonialism. You know, there's always some damn excuse, you know, and, and there will always be an excuse. We need to, as, as Aryans, put our foot down and say no more. National. Okay. What we need to tell our people is about racial consciousness that we are part of a race, we're part of a group, we're part of a civilization, we have a heritage, we have a culture, and we need to fight for it. If we don't, if we don't all agree on that, it's lost. Yeah, well, we have interests that are separate from the Muslim. We are, we are a separate, I mean, white people, be in America, Australia, New Zealand, or in Europe, even in Russia right now, we are a, we are a race of people, we are builders of civilization. We have a culture, we have a heritage that goes back to Alexander the Great, even further than that great man. And it's we, being squandered in the course of a couple generations. If we can instill that racial consciousness in our people, we still can. We can still turn this thing around. I, I actually, about that. I actually had a call. I wanted, to, I wanted to kind of wrap the show up, but I had a caller here. Hold on, let me see if he's still there. Please let it be Silverstein. No, it's not Silverstein. Uh, he's he's a phony. Let me see if he he responds back. He called, and this is a cowboy Zeke. Hey, speaking of Le Pen, uh, uh, James, have you heard? Uh, who was it? Marie Le Pen was going to go uh, on a uh, with a group of European uh, like party officials from different European countries. I think I'm, I'm looking for the to Israel. And Israel said, uh, don't come, because... Uh, uh, he doesn't want to call, sorry. He just Israel said on Friday it would not welcome a delegation of EU parliamentarians planning to visit the country this week if it included a far-right French member. Uh, right. Well, anyway, that, sorry about this. He just said, uh, in, in response to James, I think, I don't know who, you can have non-whites or civilization... You but not both. Them. Pigs and tulips, baby. <laughs> I've looked that up on the internet to see where he got that from, and I haven't found it. I've only heard Blender say that. You know, you can have pigs, you can have tulips, you can't have both. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you you, you can't uh, you can't have a liberal justice system with uh, uh, innocent till proven guilty and, and Africans at the same time. They would have never come up with that on their own, and that's for a reason. It's because it doesn't work for them. We found that that works for us. We can have that type of laid-back system, and that, that's why we have free speech, and that's why free speech is being eroded, because these buds can't handle it. We found a way to handle it, and, and they can't. We're, we're, we're having to adhere to them. And, and l- let me mention one thing I keep, I keep remembering when, when James was talking about these racial vilification laws and, and all of this garbage. And it's the same way in Canada, and it's the same way in all these countries where you have racial vilification laws. I know in Australia, Canada, and, and, and Great Britain, um, or the UK. Um, the essence, if you read the laws, I have found, and this is no exaggeration, um, the essence of the law is that the MUDs might riot if if these people speak out. Like, uh, speech that w- uh, where the reaction will be violent and upsetting to the community should be limited. So what is that? 
they're saying because these muds can't handle free speech, we have to do away with it. Yeah. And, uh, we need to say no. I mean, we need, we do, we need to say no. Just you know, we can't let the retards run the classroom. We need to say no. A million mutinies now. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Where's that from? That's from a book, actually, a uh, title of a book by actually an Indian. Uh, I mean, a uh, subcontinent dothead Indian. Actually, he's a very interesting guy uh, by um, V.S. Naipaul. Uh, oh, yeah. I know. Uh, and he wrote a book called A Million Mutinies Now. And the subtitle was India, A Wounded Civilization. But anyway, yeah. uh, I, I say I say every one of us, this is kind of my closing comment. A million mutinies now. That is, everyone in your own way, mutiny against this system wherever you can. And do something for the white race every day. Like today, I spoke to that old man in the mall. And, uh, you know, I tried to light a fire under his ass. And uh, speak to somebody, do something. And uh, yeah, you Let know, each other know that you're not alone. You know, I'm trying to... Uh, a lot more people think like we do than you think. I mean, they may they may say one thing, they may even look at you funny, but what are their actions? You need to judge people by their actions. You know, I was... By, you know, they look at what they do when these buds come to their town, they leave. So we Look at what Theseus has done. He's here, and dis- despite my shooting off my mouth too much, he's here hosting a show. He's learning the ropes here about hosting a show. And uh, he he didn't he didn't just he didn't just uh, he wasn't born to do this, <laughs> and, and and neither was I. But we we were convinced maybe by Alex Linder we heard Alex Linder speak, and yeah. uh, and and fired more like it. And we yeah we we came forward, and and you can come forward too. And you know if you if you don't want to do VNN that's fine, but do something for our race and let us know about it. Yeah. You know, do some media and let us know about it. You know, I mean, and, and us, when I say us, I'm, I'm including the people on VNNforum.com. I mean, I, I mean, I, I want to stress that. I mean, we're, we're not professionals, obviously. We're not, uh, you know, we are you. If you average poster on VNN.com, I don't think any of you are average, but I think all of you are wonderful. But I think the average poster on VNN.com among us, we are you plus a microphone. That's it. There's nothing else to us. So, what did I do? You know, you just go to Best Buy and you buy them. You pick up a mic and you, oh. you PM Jeff and you say, "Hey, you know, uh, uh, or I want to call in or something. When can I call in? Or just or just call on in." And uh, you know, just try not to say "uh" and you know. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, try not to do that. So at least I'm not doing like. I know my generation has a bad problem with like, but but yeah, I mean, just we're nothing special. Don't 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 kick back and just use this on your iPod to you know like I like I've done uh, so much. You know, I took 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 and 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 kept. And if you enjoyed the media, but you need to help us. You need to contribute because and and this will be my closing point. Okay. And I really wanted I really wanted to get in more to this, but uh, I, James brought up so many great points. That, well, uh, will you be back I'm, next? I'm glad the conversation went that way. Will you yeah, be yeah, back uh, next Friday, uh, Theseus? Uh, sure, if you guys will have me. Yeah, yeah. But uh, what I want to say? Well, no, I mean we won't. We, it's not a question of we having you. Uh, you're here, and 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 uh, and you know you're you're. Uh, it's really a question of if you will do it, and and so if you will do it, we we're we're, we're here. 
Well, great. It's Wonderful. not. It, it's not a question of we, we, you know, uh, yeah. you know, uh, you know, us saying. Oh, yes I know. No. I'm just, you know, I'm from the south. You know, yeah. No, we we but we want you. Great. Wonderful. Well, we, yeah. You're one of us. Want, yeah, and so are you, mm-hmm. listener to this. You're, you're one of us, and you need to join us. And my closing thought is this: is that none of us, uh, none of us, should be our should allow ourselves to sit still and listen to, you know, goofy old Theseus on Free Talk Live, or no one should, you know, wait for the next Goy fire, you know. Jump in. Help us. Uh, you know, each of us, if you know what's going on, and you know about, if you know about the Jew, you are with us, and you represent a node on this conspiracy uh, for a just future and an end to our political captivity. It's you. You can't sit back anymore. I'm calling you out. You have to come help us. If you know about if you know about the Jew, you have to get involved. You've got to find out. You've got to you got to, you know if it's making speeches, if it's uh, calling us in here to Free Talk Live, if it's setting up a blog about your personal air in your personal hometown, you know uh, your respective hometowns about you know what these muds are doing and what the reporters aren't reporting. Jump in, get in the game. You only live once. Life is way too short, you know. I mean, fuck it. Get involved. You know, throw 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 it out. Throw it out there, you know. We need you. You 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 are a misfit in the qua because for whatever reason you recognize what's going on. Uh but when you're talking about uh white nationalism and national socialism and stuff like this, I I know that you're probably you're probably just like me, and that you can speak on it as much as you want because it all makes sense, uh, in in down to your your Aryan bones. This logic makes sense, and you know we're right. So join us, please. Help us out, you know. And uh, and yeah, obviously, I guess it, it sounds like uh, that I'll be back next for. Oops. Uh oh. Did I go out there? No. Oh okay. What about, you, what about you, James? My yeah, closing uh, comments on the program, and thanks for inviting me on yet again. Um, my closing comments are from Don Black. The internet has been a gift for us, and if we don't use it, then it's all over. I would just ask everybody in there to join us, help us in every way you can. We're not saying come to Vanguard Radio. You can go wherever you feel comfortable at. Uh, But us here at Vanguard Radio have a certain mission. We have a certain professionalism that we want to carry on and increase and grow this network. Uh, But I ask everyone to join us for our racial posterity and for the survival of our people. James, one last thing before you go. Yes, uh, the the uh, time and place for Mr. Griffin. Um, everybody needs to be outside the Leeds Crown Court on Wednesday, November the first, at ten o'clock. Um, the court starts at ten thirty. The court proceedings start at ten thirty. But we want everybody, irrespective of party affiliation, organisation affiliation, to be outside the Leeds Crown Court at ten o'clock. On Wednesday, first of November. Yeah, you only live once. Get out there, Leeds Crown Court. See what's going on in your country. 
see what they're doing to people who uh, say the wrong thing, have the wrong political opinion. And from Great Britain, I want to thank everybody of Free Talk Live, and I'll see you next time. This is Jane Hawthorne signing out. All right, good Hell night yeah. from Jeff Thanks Beck. Thanks for coming on, James Hawthorne. Everybody, uh, check out the wonderful... I love that Nuremberg graphic, <laughs> Jeff. I love that Nuremberg graphic of uh, the front page at ArianMatters.com. Uh, it really shows how technologically advanced the Nazis were. And, uh, and, and yeah, we, Zog had to destroy something beautiful. And, uh, but it will be again. All right. Good night, folks. Vanguard Radio for the precious 8%.